Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. And turn to Luke chapter 8, and got down to verse 40 last time, message today titled, Got Issues. Anybody got issues? Verse 49 says, while he's still speaking, someone came from the ruler of the synagogue's house saying to him, your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the teacher. But when Jesus heard it, he answered him saying, do not be afraid, only believe, and she will be made well. What kind of person does that? Comes, hey, don't bother the teacher, she's dead. Can you imagine how Jairus has felt at that moment? So Jesus takes his attention right off of that and says, don't think about that. Don't, no, don't be afraid. Only believe and she will be made well. And when he came to the house, he permitted no one to go in except Peter, James, and John, and the father and mother of the girl. Now, it reminds me of, of Chuck Smith's story when his mother and his mother Maud and Charles, his father, when their daughter Virginia died. She, she died at the house, and rather than taking her to the hospital, because I guess Maud thought, well, she's already dead. I don't need doctors. I need God. And she ran down the street to the parsonage of the local four-square pastor's house and laid her daughter on the floor. And she said, you know, help me. Pray for my daughter. And, and the pastor started praying for her. Well, Charles had come home. He'd heard about what had happened. And he, he's, he comes home, and he heard that, you know, he was, she was taken to the pastor's house instead of the hospital. And so he was going down there to, you know, knock some heads in and, you know, take his daughter to the hospital. But when he came in the door, he saw Virginia dead on the floor, and it was obvious that she was dead. And he just collapsed on the floor in, in front of her. And Maud, as she prayed, the pastor continued to say, don't think about the circumstances, just focus on Jesus. Don't think about the circumstances, just focus on Jesus. And, and as she prayed, she said, Lord... I, I will dedicate the life of my unborn son to you if you will heal my daughter. I will raise him to know you. I'll raise him to serve you. And, and, and at that moment, Virginia woke up and she was completely healed. And then Chuck Smith was born. And, and Maud raised him to know the Lord, taught him to read out of the Bible, and filled him with the knowledge of the Lord from the time he was little. You know, that, that one miracle. Maud and, and Charles were not saved. They got saved at that moment of course, <laughs> and, and serve the Lord the rest of their lives as you know, evangelists and love the Lord and serve the Lord. And, and it was because of that one miracle that we're even here today. I mean, think about that. And God would do that for them. This had to be devastating news, but, but Jesus uses this disruption as an opportunity to do a greater miracle. And of course, he could have healed her, but now he's going to have to raise her from the dead, Right? You know, and sometimes Jesus will do that. Sometimes Jesus will go past, you know, we think, you know, God comes at 1159, right? The last moment. No, sometimes he comes at 2 a.m. <laughs> you know, we thought it was the last moment, but then he comes in afterwards and, and fixes it. We don't know. 
And, and that's how it was with Lazarus. If you remember Lazarus of Bethany, he heard he was sick, and the disciples were like, oh, are we going to go? And he's like, no, not yet. And they wait, they wait for days, four days or something like that. And, and his disciples like, he says, we got to go to, we got to go to, um, to Bethany, Lazarus sleeps. And like, oh, good, he needs rest, he's sick. No, he's dead. And they're like, what? And so they get there, and then, of course, Martha, who has no problem telling Jesus how she feels, comes right up, and she's like, Lord, if you would have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. And he's like, hey, you know, I'm the resurrection and life. He who lives and believes in me will never die. And, of course, he goes to the tomb. He says, roll away the stone. You know, Mary and Martha are like, no, Lord, he stinketh. That's King James. I love it. No, he stinketh. He's been in there for four days. He's past, you know, past the, you know, the decomposition part. He's really stinky. And they roll away the stone, and Jesus says, Lazarus, come forth. Now, why didn't Jesus just say, come forth? Because he would have emptied out the grave, right? So he just says, Lazarus, come forth. He just wants one guy. And he comes coming out of the, gra- he comes out of the grave healed. And what a greater miracle. You know, and it is, it's for us. This, is, this miracle isn't for the parents, it's for us, isn't it? I mean, the parents are along for the ride. I mean, the girls are along for the ride, rather. The parents are the ones who are blessed by this. Mary and Martha were blessed by Lazarus' resurrection. What was Lazarus' response? Oh, no, I'm back here? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was home free. Wow, man, now I have to die again? Are you kidding me? I don't know, maybe not. Verse 52, now all wept and mourned for her, but he said, do not weep, for she is not dead, but sleeping. <laughs> so Jesus is saying, you know, she's not really dead. It doesn't seem Jesus has great respect for these mourners. Why? Well, here's the thing. In those days, especially a rich guy like Jairus, you would hire women and, and some men maybe that played flutes and, and people who would wail. And they, there were professional wailers, and the, 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 not like harpooning, but like screaming. And, and when you had somebody who you cared about died, you would hire a bunch of them because the more wailing that took place at the home of the deceased, the more they were loved, right? And so no doubt the mom has hired a, a group of women who are out there, ah, I have some kids that would do great at this job. I know that they would like kill it. But they're out there, and so Jesus doesn't, you know, he doesn't really care about that so much. He's, he's more interested in what's going on. And, and so he says she's sleeping, not dead, but sleeping. Because true death is not the spirit separated from the body. True death is the spirit separated from God. And so it's possible that, that, that there's somebody visiting a loved one at the graveyard, and the person in the grave is more alive than they are. That's an interesting thought, isn't it? Now, why, why does Jesus say she's sleeping? Is he just, you know, is he just trying to soften it, not, not saying how it really is? Is that really the case? No. The body is sleeping. When you die, you don't die like everybody else dies. Your body is sleeping. Because there is going to come a day at the resurrection, when your body is going to wake up. If you die before Jesus comes back, you are, and it doesn't matter if you're powder, you know, dust to dust, right? It doesn't matter, you might be powder somewhere, but whatever is left of you, wherever it is, at the bottom of the sea, in the grave, 
alongside the road. It doesn't matter where you are. In the moment in a twinkle of an eye, you are going to come out of that grave, out of the dust, and you are going to be reconstructed in the air, and you are going to be forever with the Lord. It tells us that in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and 5, that Jesus is going to come back. We who are alive and remain will be caught up, meaning that we're going to be raptured, and the people who are alive will be raptured, but we won't precede those who are dead. Their graves will open up first. They will go out first, and their, their spirits, which are with God now, will come with him, and they will meet their body in the air. That will be trippy, right? And we who are alive and remain will be caught up, and we'll be caught up to Jesus. It's in a moment in the twinkle of an eye. It'll be awesome. I had a relative say, you know, I'm thinking about getting in shape, but I kind of feel like the Lord's coming back, so maybe I'll wait a little while. I said, no, you should get in shape because you don't want to break apart during the rapture. You know, <laughs> it's not a thing, but I thought it was funny. I laughed for a long time after saying that. But what about, so it's body sleep. It's not soul sleep. And we're going to see that in just a moment. I, I think it's important to understand. But let's just, let's make a quick detour to Isaiah. Turn your Bible. It's not on the screen. At least I don't think Jeremiah put it in probably unless he did last night. Jeremiah chapter 26, or excuse me, Isaiah 26. Not Jeremiah, Isaiah 26. Turn to Isaiah 26, because this is the best verse about the resurrection and the rapture in the Bible, in the Old Testament. And, and it says in verse 19, Isaiah 26, 19, he says, Your dead body shall live, together with my dead body they shall arise. So this is talking about, you know, the people who were living at that time. He's saying, You're, there's going to be a day when your body's going to arise. Awake and sing, you who dwell in the dust, for your dew is like the dew of herbs, and the earth shall cast out the dead. Come, my people, enter your chambers and shut the doors behind you. Hide yourself, as it were, for a little moment until the indignation is past. For behold, the Lord comes out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth for their iniquity. The earth will also disclose her blood and will no more cover her slain in that day. The Lord with his severe sword, great and strong, will punish Leviathan, the fleeing serpent, Leviathan, the twist, that twisted serpent, and he will slay the reptile that is in the sea. Now, of course, Leviathan speaking of the devil, and if you look at Revelation chapter 12, you see this whole scene unfold. But basically what he's saying, and if you, wa if you were here on Wednesday and you saw the Before the Wrath movie, you, you kind of understand that he's talking here. He's talking about, come my beloved, enter your chambers. He's talking about the wedding ceremony. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.